This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Hi, beautiful sister Yvonne. It's your sister kindness. I love you, sweetheart. God bless you. God bless you, always. Yes, pretty. Good day. Thank you, Yvonne. You too, beautiful queen. God be praised for your beautiful life. I love you. You're just so sweet. Hey, Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. It's Sister Tracy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. I'm here with Sister Stephanie. We're walking right now, so praise God. Hey, 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 hey. Happy Friday. Good morning, sisters. It's Kind Kim. Love you all. God bless you. Enjoy your favorite Friday and forgive somebody. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you today? Grateful to be on the roll call this morning. That's all I'm going to say. Happy Friday, y'all. It's Friday. Good morning, everybody. Waiting for Brother Andrew. Happy Friday. Friday. Good morning. Who's that? It's Moxie. Happy Friday. Good morning, Mona. It's Dee. I'm just waiting for Sister Rochelle to get on the call. Ain't it just okay. good to be in the land of the living, y'all? God is good. All God the time. God is so good. All the time. Hallelujah. What a good day. I have a great day. And I heard somebody say forgive. Yep, forgiveness Friday. Let's do that. Shelly, you there? Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Shell. Good morning, family. Good morning. Who's on this favorite Friday call and would like to say good morning? Give God all the glory. Claim that thing today. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. It's magnificent, family. Glad to be here. Happy yes, birthday, morning. Thank you. Birthday, birthday, birthday. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Andrea. I appreciate you guys. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> good morning, Miss Yvonne. Thank you, family. I love you so much. Yes, we love you. Enjoy, enjoy. Turn up. In Jesus' name. <laughs> In Jesus' name. Good morning, Good morning. Kim. Love everybody. Enjoy your day. You too. Who was that? Kind Kim. Oh, good morning, Kim. Good morning. I think you were talking with someone else, but good morning. Good morning. 
I apologize. Good morning, sis. No, you're fine. Good morning. Good morning, Ms. Monica. Good morning, Ms. Monica. Happy Favor Friday. Same to you. Thank you. Good morning. It's Grateful Deborah. Happy Favor Friday. Good morning, Grateful Deborah Evans. Happy Favor Friday. Hey, Shell. I didn't want to change the flow because it's still a good day to have a great day, but lift if we could just remember to lift up my family in arkansas um dj will be laid to rest on sunday i said on sunday but god knows the plan for that too so just the prim family um arkansas my baby cousin 20 was taken so i'm rejoicing because i can because god is still god love y'all yeah yes and you said the last name is prim p-r-i-m yeah he's from the prim family that's my uh second cousin Okay, got you. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who would like to say good morning? Good morning. This is Swanita. Um, happy Friday, and was a happy birthday to Kenya. Oh, uh, Dondria. Oh, da- oh, happy birthday, <laughs> Dondria. Uh huh. Her name is magnificent. Her name is Dondria, but we call her magnificent. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning before we get started? Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. I am standing in for our brother, Andrew. Let's keep him lifted. Um, Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Well, if not, let's go ahead and get started with the call. All right, if we can check our phones, and before we move forward, I ask that everyone could please mute their line so that we can proceed with the call. Hello, my name is Rochelle, and I am standing in for Brother Andrew on this Men's Favor Friday. I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of March where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Relationships. All our declarations will focus on the importance of having radical relationships concerning the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There is one announcement today. Friday Night Live is on tonight. It starts at 6 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call in and join us and join Sister Didi as she shares a topic, um, testimony service. You will sure be blessed. 
the prayer requests. Um, let's see. Let me just check real quick. There are. There's one prayer request, but it looks like it's a, um, from another day. But we're it's praying for Kedra, healing, prosperity, and financial breakthrough for her. And we're also praying to keep Brother Andrew lifted and all our declared victory sisters and brothers. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Brother Eric. The declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Durrell. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. I'll repeat, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Eric. The declaration will be brought to you by Pastor Durrell. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today is Luke chapter 12, verse 21. Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have rich relationship with God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Um, and we're also praying for the Prim family. Sorry about that. As I ask that you check your phones again, go ahead and place them on mute as I pass the call to the prayer warrior, Brother Eric. Brother Eric, if you're there, we can't hear you. Is there another male ambassador that would like to pray for Wednesday today? If not, I'll say a prayer and we'll go into corporate prayer. Thank you, sis. Go right ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this Friday morning and we just say thank you, Lord. We thank you for breath. We thank you for life. We thank you that we can hear, we can see, we can walk and we can talk. We don't take any of it for granted. So I just say thank you on this morning, God. And as we start our day, let us just forgive. Let us walk in forgiveness. Let us just love radically, like you say in your word, to love. To love because we want to love. Not because we're just commanded, because from our heart, with so much going on in this world today, if we just stop for a minute and check the posture and the position of our hearts and know that we are truly after your heart, God, because you created us. And so we thank you. We thank you just for being God all by yourself. And so that we know that you love us in spite of you are Jehovah Jireh. You continue to provide for us when we don't know where if we're going left or right. We know that we can trust you because you are God. And so I thank you. 
Thank you. I just have a praise of thanks this morning. So grateful, God, an attitude of gratitude because you woke us up, God. Somebody went to bed last night and they didn't see this day. So for that, we say thank you, God. We can't take it for granted that you woke us up this morning. We have breath in our body. We're not on a ventilator. That's a thank you praise right there, God. No matter what the bills look like, no matter what the jobs look like, whatever you're going through, God is good and he deserves your praise. He deserves your praise. It won't be long because we have been through so much, so much declarations this month on radical relationships that should show us how to really love and love for real in spite of no grudge holding, no bitterness. We got to be better today. Love on somebody. Love on somebody. And like the sister said, forgive somebody today. Start with forgiveness before you pray for anything. Ask God to check your heart posture. And so you can just walk in full forgiveness and the healing power. When you forgive, when you forgive and you love from that place, I thank you this morning. And as um, Brother Andrew, I'm feeling him, Lord, lift him up. You know what he's in need of. And for all those in need, whether it's grief, whether it's sickness and disease, whether you've gotten a bad report from the doctor, whether you were told today is your last day on that job, whatever it is, you're fighting to save your house, you're fighting to save your marriage, your kids are going astray. Still trust God and believe. Believe you receive when you pray. Believe what you're praying for. Know that there is nothing too hard for God. There's no weapon formed against you that shall prosper. Even those weapons you formed against yourself won't work if you trust God to be God. So as I ask you, before anyone takes their phones off a of mute to check the posture of your heart, make sure that you're not holding any grudges, that you're forgiven. You're not just getting on the call to listen, but you're really giving God what he's due to worship him in spirit and in truth. Let go of yesterday. It's over. Tomorrow's not promised. I thank you for the, the, the Claire that's coming. I thank you for Rochelle. I thank you for each and every Victor on the line. I thank you for Yvonne Sound. Oh, Lord, thank you for her sound. Thank you that you gave Dondria another year of life. Oh, God, we don't take it for granted. She's in her right mind. Hallelujah. She's prospering. So I thank you for her life, God. I thank you for Dion, a radical midwife. And as her and my sister Vanessa bless the communities of Vallejo and Richmond on this weekend, bless them. Bless them. Bless them indeed. And everyone who has contributed and those that are less fortunate than us. But we still have to be grateful. We have to be grateful for everything and not to take anything for granted. And if you woke up today, you still should have a praise on your mouth. So, Father God, I thank you. Victor, take your phones off of mute and just truly give God a, a praise. Give him a thank you because he allowed you one more day. Take your phones off mute and just praise him for the now. Thank him for everything, no matter what you're going through. He gave you another day, another chance this thing called life. Don't take it for granted. Rejoice. There should be a sound of victory. There should be a sound of victory because you woke up this morning. You can breath. You can talk. Open up your mouth and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because you are here. You're not in the hospital. You're not outside on the cold. I lift up Petra. Hallelujah. I lift up Tedra to you, bless her, bless her and teach. All the prayer requests are not spoken for Mother Eve. Uh, 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 u
We thank you for Pam, God. We don't take nothing for Surely, goodness and we thank you for victory for this I am 
Continue to worship the Lord God with all your might as we can put our phones back on mute. Lord, we thank you from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. It's your name that's worthy to be praised. And I know that in the midst of every storm, you're going to have your way, God. Bless every victor on the call. You know what we stand in need of. We thank you for being Jehovah Shalom. You are our peace. Lord, and we thank you that you are our healer, healing our minds, healing our bodies, healing our spirits, so that we can be strong and know that you are our defender. You go before we know. Hallelujah. You bring back the head of our enemies, and you call us victory. We just thank you this morning, this Friday morning. So, Father God, I thank you. I give you praise, glory, and honor as I pass the call to the declare, bless him, fill him. In Jesus' name, amen. I pass the call to you, brother. Amen. Good morning, everybody. What a worship encounter that we have just experienced on this morning. I am just so grateful, so humbled to be able to come before you all, to be able to share the next couple of minutes, declaring the word of God. But I have to first give honor where honor is due. We want to thank Pastor Dion, again, for the visionary. We thank her for leading from the front, leading by example. We thank you for her heart. Thank you for the transparency that comes via her heart and the love as well. I also want to thank, again, Sister Rochelle for being able to kick us off and hold. Sister Didi, I thank you so much. It is just amazing to hear the anointing flow in you and through you on this morning. And I'm grateful for each and every last one of you all for creating such an atmosphere that makes it so easy to be able to declare the word of God on this morning. Also want to say happy birthday, Magnificent. We wish you well that you have a awesome, awesome birthday on today and this week, as well as we want to keep Brother Andrew and Brother Eric in our prayers. Amen. Very quickly, right where you are, amen. If I could go to the throne of grace right now and pray. Father, I thank you right now, Lord God, that as we come declaring your word, Father, I thank you, Lord God, that your word will come with power, will come with understanding. I thank you, Lord God, that lives, Lord God, will be imparted, impacted, and empowered like never before. God, I thank you, Lord God, that on this day, Lord God, lives will change, Lord God, that people will begin to see you, be able to experience you clearer like never before. And Lord, I just pray for anyone, Lord God, that is challenged, anyone right now, Lord God, that feels as if the hope is lost, that Father, you just allow us to be a platform to be able to minister to each and every person right where they are. Lord, I thank you that you receive the glory no man receives the glory, but you receive it. And Lord, we will forever give your name all the glory, all of the honor, 
and all the praise. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus, and we pray. Let your heart say amen. Amen. On this month, again, our focus has been on radical relationships. I definitely want to thank all of the declares that have come thus far, that have definitely shared powerful words uh, up to this point as well, too, and we want to make sure that we continue. So as we're focusing in on radical relationships, understand that in order to maximize our vertical experience and relationship with God, then we must also maximize our horizontal relationships with one another. Let me say that again. In order to maximize our vertical experience and relationship with God, then we must also maximize our horizontal relationships with one another. The reason why this is so important is because our vertical as well as our horizontal relationships are intricately tied together in the word of God. Because it speaks of that horizontal connectivity, my brother, my sister, that is tied to our vertical relationship, being able to with the triune God and being able to maximize our relationship with him, amen? So on today, I wanna talk about a very important subject that's critical towards our experiencing God based on our horizontal that will impact our vertical. What I want you to realize and think about is that in the retail world, that designers have their own trademark or what they call logos. I was on the call yesterday and I believe the brother as well as a couple of other um, uh, uh, warriors of Christ that they have their own clothing line. Well, understand in the retail world, designers have their own trademarks and their logos. Even manufacturers, manufacturers have things that tell you who they are. You don't even have to wonder when it comes to Apple because Apple's logo is clear, and the moment you see Apple's logo, you know exactly who they are. You know who Polo is simply by the insignia that's either on the shirt or on the actual designer wear, because that insignia is something that identifies them. When we go shopping at the grocery store, you know what's on the inside of the bottle and the can because there is a label on the outside that identifies what's on the inside. Even within each and every last one of us, we have our unique birthmark or fingerprint that are solely able to use and, and that has been given to us as a unique identity. Now, I want you to please understand on this morning that when it comes to the kingdom, God also has a trademark. God has a trademark for something in which he wishes to be known, something that is a unique identification mark of who he is as well as who belongs to him. And the trademark that God uses is the trademark called love. You see, love 
is the thing that God wants to be his logo. He wants it to be his trademark. He wants love to be his identification. And he wants to be known and to be seen and to be recognized for love. But now the problem is that love has fallen hard on time these days. You see, when we think about this word love, I mean, it's used so frivolously for any and everything. For example, I love me some carrot cake. I love sea salt caramel ice cream. And I also love me some fried chicken, specifically shout out the Popeyes for the two-piece white spicy with two peppers, if you know what I'm talking about. So you see in that particular example, the word love is just used so frivolously and that it's thrown around everywhere callously. And it's rarely ever explained and understood from God's perspective. So what we, that's where we will find ourselves on this morning in the Gospel of John, the 13th chapter, is where Jesus is in the upper room with his disciple and he's getting ready to leave. You see, he's getting ready to die on the cross, to rise from the dead and to ascend into heaven. And as he's in the upper room, he gives them his last parting words. That leads us to John 13, 31 through 32. Because you'll find before we read John 13, 31, 32, you're going to see the word glory or glorify or glorify being used five times within those pericope of scripture. That five times the word glory, glorify, and glorified will be used. Let's look at the Gospel of John, the 13th chapter, verse number 31 through 32. I'll be reading from the New Amplified Version. The Word of God reads, Therefore, when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. 32, if God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him immediately. Now, the word glory, glorify, or glorified, declare victory, especially to all of my former Bell South code workers. This word glory, glorified, or glorified, it means to advertise something or to put something on display. You see, glory, glorify, glorify, it means to put on a billboard or to simply show it off. You see, the word glory is advertisement. So what God is saying is that I'm going to advertise Jesus, which means glorify him. And then it said that Jesus is going to advertise or glorify me. So what I want you to realize on this morning is that the Father 
and the Son, based on this particular scripture in John 13, 31 through 32, the Father and the Son have what we call an advertising agency. And in this advertising agency, they focus on advertising each other. In fact, later on, even the Holy Ghost gets into it because the Bible says that the Holy Spirit is going to glorify or advertise the Son. So realize on this morning that the Trinity then as an advertising agency where they advertise each other, they glorify each other, they have glorified each other, where they put each other on display. But now, what this ad agency needs are some salespeople. You see, this ad agency that's focused on glorifying each other, putting each other on display, this advertising agency needs some salespeople. They need some salesmen, some saleswomen, some saleschildren calling out to Team Dunamis. What they're looking for are some salesmen and saleswomen. You see, what they need, who is the Trinity, are some folks who are willing to go out and talk about the agency. That is, this kingdom advertising agency that's headed by the triune God, in which the Father advertises the Son, and the Son advertises the Father. So God is looking for some salesmen and some saleswomen who are not afraid but who are willing to go out and talk about the agency. Now, what Jesus is saying, we go back and we refer back to John 13, 31 through 32, is that I'm getting ready to leave you folks. And I can't be with you, and you can't come with me right now. But while I am gone, let's look at John 1334, the Gospel of John, 13th chapter, verse number 34, it reads, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another, verse 35. By this, all men will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. So we find on this morning that the ad agency, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, who are glorifying, putting each other on display, who wants to be known for their for their unique relationship that they inquire and bring on sales, a sales team, men and women who are not afraid to go out and begin to have this unique relationship that is engaged in this agency, who the Bible calls the sales team disciples, that we find the sales team, the disciples who are being issued to go out based on the command of loving each other. Now, 
does on this morning is that it raises the question. You see, it raises the question on this morning of what then is love? Uh, I understand that 1 Corinthians 13 gives us a very in-depth uh, uh, definition of what is love, but I will raise the question on this morning, what if you had to put it into layman's words, what then is love? Before I do, I want to tell you this story about a woman by the name of Kim who at this time penned a love letter to a boyfriend named Mike that Kim began to write the letter and said, Mike, I miss you so much. I, I think about you day and night and I cannot wait to see you and I hope this love is reciprocated. Signed with love, Kim. But the letter ends, P.S. Again, congratulations on winning the lottery. You see, it's easy to love when it's something that's in it for you. But what I want to do is allow me to define what love is biblically. You see, the biblical definition of love is the decision to compassionately and righteously seek the well-being of another. Let me say that again. The biblical definition of love is the decision to compassionately and righteously seek the well-being of another. Now, I want you to notice what Jesus says at the top of John 13, verse number 34. He says that a new commandment I give to you. Now, what I want you to notice is that he doesn't say a new request, but he says a new commandment I give to you. So what I want you to realize on this morning is that whatever love is, that it's commandable because Jesus commands it, which means that you could either choose to do it, or you can either choose not to do it. But watch this. Let me tell you the word that we oftentimes get mixed up and confused with love. We oftentimes get the word like mixed up with love. Think about that for a moment. Because we oftentimes, we will associate the word like and we'll mix it up with love. You see, like means that I feel good about you, that I have positive thoughts towards you, that I like you. So that's what likes mean, because like is tied to our emotions. But when it comes to love, love can be commanded. Thus realize that you cannot command like, because with like, it's all about how I feel towards you. It's because like deals with your emotions. But Jesus says in John 13, 34, a new commandment. So whatever love is, realize that it can be decided on or rejected by, watch this, a decision decision of the will regardless of the emotion. In fact, the point that I want to make to you, to I, to all of us is this. 
We are supposed to love people that we may not even like. My God. We're supposed to love people regardless of whether we like them or not. It's not commanded that we like them. It's commanded that we love them. That's why Jesus says in Matthew 5 and 44, Luke 6.27 and Luke 6.35 for each and every last one of us to love your enemies. And that is why he didn't say for us to like them, but Jesus said he commands us to love them because we are commanded to love people that we may not even like. But some of the people who you might not even like are quite possibly even in your own house or family. Because I believe that there are some folks here who love people that they live with, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you might like them. You, you might love your family, but it doesn't necessarily mean you like them. You might love your spouse. And I know my wife can tell you this all the time. I love you, but there are times I don't like you. But you might not like them. You might love your children, the whole help of Jesus, but you might not at times like them. Because love is what God is saying is that when you command to love, you are commanded to love people who you may not even like. So whatever we do, let's make sure we get the definition of love straight. That the biblical definition of love is the decision, even if the like is not present with that person, but love is the decision to compassionately and righteously seek the well being of another. John 13, 34, it says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. You see, I believe that Jesus is calling on his people, his salespeople, for his advertising agency to make sure that whatever you do, when you go to and fro to talk about this ad agency or this advertising agency, make sure that you practice love publicly. How do I know that it's to be practiced publicly? It's because Jesus said in John 13 and 35 that by this, that all men will know that you are my disciples. That means that all men have to, got to see it being practiced so that all men will know that it exists within you. In other words, the thing that makes Jesus look real is not preaching, not singing, is not exhorting, is not being able to pray the walls down, but what makes Jesus look real is the love relationship that's being displayed within his family. So what God is saying on this morning is that I have an advertising agency. That is, we glorify one another. We put one another on the billboard. The father puts the son. The son puts the father on the billboard. And I want people to know as my disciples, as my sales 
team, my salespeople, I want them to know that you belong to me. And the way that they're going to know that you are serious about belonging to me, being my disciples, is you go out and you love on one another publicly. But here's the problem. The problem on today is that Jesus, I believe, has a fan club of many, but his disciples are few. Let me say that again. The problem on today is I believe that Jesus has a fan club. He has a lot of people who are in his fan club, but his disciples are few. You see, I, I believe Jesus got a fan club because there are folks who are meeting to bring up his name all over the world. But what I want you to understand is that Jesus is not looking for fans, but what he's looking for is disciples. He's looking for those who are committed followers of his, both visible and verbal followers of his, that are able to love on those they come in contact with publicly. He says that by this, when you're loving on one another, by this, people are going to know that you are real. Your, your relationship with God is real, that you don't mind getting out in the community and serving the less fortunate, the underprivileged, being able to share and meet their needs. He wants you to know that you are serious, that your people are going to know that your relationship with God is serious because you're loving on people publicly and not just within the four walls. He wants to say people are going to know that, that you are a Christian to the core and that you're not playing this church game, that you're not just being religious, but you are committed to the Son of God and to his advertising agency of putting the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit on display through your life. Because by this shall all men know about me and that you belong to me and you have a reality of me and that it will not come just because you wave your hair in the air and you wave your hands like you just don't care. It's going to come because you have a radical relational context in which that love occurs publicly with one another. So by this, tell all men know that you belong to me. And that this Christian relationship, this walk, this kingdom walk, is real. Now, I want you to watch this for a moment. That is why God oftentimes will allow irregular people in yours and my life. Is there anybody on the line this morning who has any irregular people that have been attached or called to your life? What do you mean? Pastor Darrell by irregular people. When I say irregular people, I'm talking about people who, for whatever reason, try to shut you down. They don't like you because they sense the presence of God over you. They don't like you because you ain't like them. People who try to shut you down, irregular people. I'm talking about irregular people 
who purposely get on your last nerve. I'm talking about irregular people who drive you absolutely crazy, that they keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, and they keep coming to you, asking you, and you keep giving the same counsel over and over, and they keep doing the same people who drive you crazy. But irregular people, people who just make you want to run the other way. Is there anybody here on this morning who has any irregular people in your life? But you know, one of the reasons why God allows irregular people in your life is that irregular people are sent to teach you, me, and us to love, watch this, what you just don't like. <laughs> God will send irregular people in your life to teach you how to love what you just don't like. Because, again, love is a decision to compassionately and righteously seek the well-being of another, even if you don't like them. God Almighty. Now, that's radical relationship if I've ever heard one. Now, I want you to realize that, that when it comes to whenever you catch a cold or you know someone that has the flu, whenever a person catches a cold, they catch the flu, they have what you call symptoms. They sneeze, that's called a symptom. Whenever you cough and your nose is running, that's called a symptom that you might have the cold or flu. Whenever you have a temperature, you have headaches, or maybe you lose your appetite for food, all of those things combined are called symptoms of a cold or flu. And that the symptoms on the outside suggest that something then is wrong on the inside, all because the symptoms seem to show up on the outside. We'll declare victory. I want you to realize, my brothers and sisters, that what God is saying to each and every last one of us on this morning is that if you are a serious follower of mine, then there ought to be some symptoms. There ought to be something on the outside that shows that you are connected to Jesus Christ on the inside, that there ought to be some symptoms in your kingdom walk that other people can see. There should be some symptoms of faith, symptoms of hope being displayed in your life, symptoms of virtue, patience, humility in your life, Symptoms of showing compassion, discernment, endurance, forgiveness in your life. Symptoms of generosity, self-control, and wisdom. But not only that, but there ought to also be some symptoms of radical order in your life. There should be symptoms that you're walking in the news. There should be symptoms of a radical push being exhibited, a radical reset that's in your life. There should be symptoms of a radical godly decisions that you're making, symptoms of a radical reality that we're walking in, 
symptoms of a faithful spirit, symptoms of a radical season of more, symptoms that you're being planted in the righteous ground of the kingdom of God, symptoms that you have a radical obedience that whatever God is calling you to do, symptoms that you have a radical relationship that's connected to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit while following the commandment to love one another, even for people that we might not even like. Because by this, all men shall know that you are my disciples. It's simply because they can see the symptoms of the reality through the love that you share with one another. So as I prepare to open up the opportunity for anyone to say hello, feedback, and then moving towards closing comments, John 13 and 34, the word of God reads, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another, because by this all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. So declare victory. My brothers, my sisters, if we're going to be serious about being disciples of Jesus Christ, then Jesus says we have to be serious about love. We have to be serious about the decision to compassionately and righteously seek the well-being of other people and realize that some of the other will include people who you may not even like. How do I do that? How do I love on folks who I don't even like? Simply because what we find in Romans 5 and 8. In Romans 5 and 8, the word of God says that God demonstrated his love towards us, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Somebody ought to help me thank God on this morning that God didn't wait for us to look lovely before we got loved. That while we were yet still sinners, while we were rebellious, while we were rejecting the love and the, and the submission to Jesus Christ, that Jesus still died. I dare you wherever you are, and I know you're muted, I dare you to say to yourself that he died just for me. And by this, shall all men know that you are like me, so that all men shall know that you are part of my advertising agency sales team, that by this, all men shall know that you are my disciples if you have love 
for one another. Let us pray. Father, I thank you right now for your word. I thank you, Lord God, that you are God of action. I thank you that you allow us the choice, Lord God, the command, the choice, Lord God, to love, not love. God, I thank you that if we are your disciples, then it shall be proven by our radical relationship, our radical love through you. And God, I am grateful. I am grateful that yet while we were still sinners, that when we weren't even liked, we weren't even acceptable, yet you loved us enough that you still died for us and rose with all power. What a relationship, God. What a love. Father, I thank you that you consider us to be part of your kingdom, part of sharing the good news that Jesus not only lives, but Jesus loves, and he loves through me. He loves through you. And God, I want to thank you. Thank you, Lord God, that we will not just be hearers of your word, but we will be doers thereof. Lord, you deserve all the glory. <laughs> all the honor, and all the praise. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. With that is the word for today. Amen. I pray that it has been a blessing to you. For those that have not had an opportunity to share any pleasantries as far as uh, saying good morning, uh, introducing yourself, uh, we're going to ask you, if you would, at this time, begin to come forward and begin to share greetings on today. Amen. Good morning, this is Mary. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, this is Yolanda. Great declaration. Good morning, Yolanda. Always great to hear from you as well. Good morning, Good morning. Diane. Great declaration. Good morning, Diane. Thank you. To God be the glory. God Good morning, Mr. Sean. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. I'm checking my billboard. Um, what a wonderful declaration to God be the glory. God bless you, Krishanda. Thank you so much. To God be the glory. Amen. Good morning. This is Naomi. A great declaration. Thank you. Good morning, Naomi. To God be the glory. Well, thank you so much. All right, we're going to open up for any comments, closing comments, amen, if there's anyone who would like to share or even take it further, amen. We're going to ask at this time that you do something. I, I just want to say, ABC, always be closing, honey, with dunamis power. You hear me? <laughs> you ought to always be closing. We are the best sales team. Jesus was the greatest sales leader. I know he made President's Club every single time there was an option. <laughs> That's all, boss. Just ABC. ABC. That's the post for the day. ABC. Always be closing. I'm the best sales trainer this side of glory. The best team leader this side of heaven, honey. I got proof. I got receipts. If you didn't want to sell by the time we finished the sales meeting, or you were going to close something. Well, I thank God this time I'm with a better, reputable company. Come on. In integrity, ethics, and Come love. On. Hallelujah. 
praise Jesus. Glory be to God. Sis, I love you. Good morning, boss. I love you more. How about that? Hey, I believe. Hey, Amen. Anyone else? You know. Oh, I know. Hey, man. Anyone else? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, brother yo, e. yo. <laughs> On point, my brother. On point. My God, Brother E. It means a lot, brother. I thank God for you, sir. Amen. Anyone else? Hey, Pastor Darrell. Man, this is Didi. Don't you do us like, well, yeah, you do us like that. Whew, what kind of fire is that? You said he got a lot of fans, but where the disciples at? Huh? You hear me? <laughs> let me say, get us together real tight, right? But let me tell you what I have learned. My brother, who was 15 months older than me, used to make me think something was wrong with me. Because, see, he had everybody in his face, right? He liked everybody. And that's never been me. I understood the love part because I love, I love. But the like, mm-hmm. it's not a commandment. It's, so I'm grateful that you broke it down for the saints. That'll keep a lot of more peace because he says to make every effort. And on Sunday, my pastor just reminded us, yeah, you love, you, you have to love. But that like part, because people have different personalities and you know what I mean? So sometimes you just got to check you, make sure you're, are, you know, you are, you are not being unfriendly. And don't be that mean person. Some people are just mean. You don't say be mean. That's not a fruit of the spirit. I'm grateful that you said that. And you have me hollering about them Popeyes. So let me tell you, my mama, my mama will go back, make me go all the way back to the next city because we don't have no Popeyes that we eat from in this area. So it's in another city. They they forgot a Peppers one day. I had to go three exits back to get a Peppers. Mama, you got Peppers at home. So I said, don't you know? Listen. Them dang peppers gonna make me get a ticket. So I love you and happy Friday. You bless my soul. Didi, you bless my soul. Iron sharpened iron. Your worship spirit and being able to usher into the presence of God, just phenomenal. So I thank God again. Not only did I try to get you on my team back in the Bell South days, but I'm grateful now that we are on the same team. Amen. God bless you, sis. Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Fletcher. This is Rochelle. Uh, y'all better cut it out about the Popeyes. Just cut it out. And for you to shout them out, yeah, I shout them out too for that chicken sandwich. But anyway, um, the symptoms that you talked about, um, that was amazing. It was just a great share, just a great share. So much for us to look forward to, checking our symptoms. We talked about the thermostat and the uh, thermometer yesterday and then today to come back and see what the symptoms are. To God be the glory, you preach this morning. So happy favor Friday. Hey, man, thank you, Rochelle, and thank you for all that you do as well, keeping us in alignment and in order. Amen. Thank God for you. Anyone else? Yes, it's Brother E again. I'm I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just getting off, uh, even though I've come early to work, because my night man ain't ain't hitting it. I'm just really just getting off of just 
making up before I can even start my day. Mm. <clears throat> but I just wanted to tell you, man, that the, the, the declaration was was great for the ear, but it was hard for the heart. Yeah. And the only reason why I say it is because there have been phrases that's crept up in Christianity that are not biblical. Phrases mm-hmm. like, try Jesus, but don't try me. Phrases like, uh, I'm a Christian, but I'm going to lay hands on you. And the yeah. two scriptures you, that you ended on was, was um, while we were yet sinners, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing what you said, while we were yet rebellious, while yes. we were yet uh, uh, totally against, criticizing, mocking, putting down Jesus, he died for us. And then the companion verse is that you will know that you are my disciples. And I love what you said, that you are my advertising team. Now, if you've ever been in advertising, if you've ever been in sales, (laughs) there are people that you can sell to, like your family, well, some part of your family, or friends. You know what I'm saying? That you you able to get the message to. That's called your soft market. Yes. <clears throat> but your soft market only goes for, for so long. Now, if you want to sell, you want to advertise and everything, you're going to have clients that have come in that is going to be cynical, that is not going to like you because of the way you look, maybe even because of the way you talk or whatever. But it's your job to sell that product. Yeah. It's your job to understand that, listen, I know this you know, client might have something against me and everything, but I can't act a certain way because I got to sell this product. Well, what product do we sell? We sell gospel. We sell the gospel. But the verse you said, and you should know, my disciples, you have love one towards another. And we're going to deal with people. We're going to deal with people getting on our last nerves. We're going to deal with yeah. people who are backbiters. We are going to deal with people who are going to scandalize my, our name and, and whatever. And we can't allow that. To, we can't allow these clients, potential clients, to stop us from selling the product that God commissioned us to do because that's our job. That's right. Amen, brother. And so we have to present that image. Now, the world sells another product. Yep. The world sells this, yeah, you know what I'm saying? As long as we cool, I'm good. But you know what I'm saying? You you come yep. towards me, yo, I'm, I'm going to hit you like the world do. That's not the product we sell. Sir, Jesus on the cross, His one of his last dying words was, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And this is a sales pitch hey, that man. he gives to every Christian, every Christian today. That's a sales pitch. Mm. And I'm not, not saying that you got to be uh, some 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 a uh, 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 carpet that somebody's got to walk upon. But we have to understand that yeah. our commission, <laughs> our product, we have to sell to everybody. And everybody we ain't going to like. Everybody ain't going to like us. 
everybody gonna get, there's gonna be some people that get on our nerves. We can't respond like the world does. We can't use the same slogans that the world does because we don't sell that same product. That's all I got to say. Wonderful decoration. God bless you, my brother. I love you. My brother, thank you so much for sharing. That was very powerful. I just pray that you just continue, man, to go out there and represent this product, represent this kingdom like never before. Amen. Is there anyone else? Good morning, Pastor. Thank you so much for your declaration. My name is Kine Kim. Um, Love don't cost a thing. Put your checkbook in the freezer and consider your assets frozen. Can you Mm. afford a handshake and a smile today? I'm thankful Mm. to be on the right team today, and I'm thankful that my reward will not wither, it will not depreciate, that it is eternal in love and life. So I just thank you for reminding me. You know, I have to make sure that I'm always in tune with what my script will be through the word of God so that I can be an appropriate sales member for the almighty. Loved it today. Thank you, sir. God bless you um, and enjoy your weekend. God bless you, kind Kim, and thank you for your sharing as well. Profound and powerful. Amen. Anyone else? Hallelujah. Looks like then we are ready to go ahead and... Praise the Lord, brother. Can you hear me? I sure can. Hi, I'm um, Tracy T. or Tracy also. I am just so thankful for what you said. There was something said this week that I've been meditating over with the Lord that a trial that I've been going through since last May with a job Mm -hmm. that I was working with a union... I have retired in November of 2020, and ever since I've been working like an attorney, and I'm not even classified to be one, because I was fired from a part-time job that I've had for 16 years by a person who has an art against me. And the only thing I did wrong in her eyes to her was challenge her over a check that she was wanting to receive from me. I'm the accountant. Long story short, she was my friend for years. I babysit her children. She knows my children. And because I crossed the line as the accountant in question, something she submitted, she made me public enemy number one. So when the former president died and she took his place, she fired me by a text message. So I've been on a battle and like almost like you, like you said, like I felt like I was losing my mind because when you file charges against that, like file for unemployment, file for um, get an attorney for legal um, wrongful termination, and you can fight it through the state, the federal government. I mean, I've done everything possible in prayer and help from angels that God puts around me to fight this thing. And it's still ongoing, but but God has shown me in this, this is good practice in learning how to love someone that hates you for no absolute reason. And every day I have to remind myself and think of this woman and say, God, help me to just love her. She knows not what she does. And God's going to bless me to be victorious in this. I see it. 
which is making mistakes and these agencies are making mistakes that I now have a federal department of labor helping me. So it's like, Oh my God, thank you Jesus for all this experience and learning patience and forgiveness and loving people that absolutely hate you. And I just thank the Lord for this practice despite how hard it is. And I just want you guys to keep praying for me because I'm being made strong. I'm being able to learn how to fight a battle that even though it's the Lord's battle, I, I have to do things. I have to call people. I have to write and respond and everything. I have to have work. So, you know, that's hard because it just compels me to do what I don't want to do, and that is put the Lord first and seek Him. So pray that God helps me with that balance because I'm, I'm just getting tired, but I know I got to hang in to the end. So just keep Amen. praying for me, brother. I just love the Lord for what He's given me in this. It's not happening to, um, to me, it's for me, as the sweet Amen. woman said this week. Amen. So I, I'm meditating on that thought. If you would, what's your name again? I apologize. Tracy, Tenacious T. I call myself Tenacious T. Tenacious T, real quickly, where you are. I want to pray for you very quickly. Um, but I also want to deposit mm-hmm. the word of God back into you, and that by this, all men shall know that you are my disciple. Father, I pray you right now, Lord God, for Tenacious T. I thank you, Lord God, that everything that is transpiring to her, Lord God, is transpiring for her. And not only for her, but even more importantly, for your glory. God, I pray, Lord God, that we come with all type of preconceived ideas in our head of what it should look like. But Father, we throw up our arms and we render it unto you, Lord God, so that we are aligning in what your will. Lord, Sometimes our vision is too small for what you're trying to do. But, Lord, more importantly, I think that you strengthen our sister right now, Lord God, that you undergird her, that you put your arms around her, allow her to know, Lord God, that she is in alignment with you and that every day, Lord God, that there's a gap between the promise and the fulfillment. But the challenge is the time, Lord God, when it will come to manifestation. So, Lord, allow her to see that she is not out of line, but she is in the midst of being in the middle of the, of the promise and the fulfillment. And, Lord God, that in the gap, she will continue to serve. She will continue to love. She will continue to focus on you like never before. And, God, we declare it. And we, Lord God, receive it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so um, much, brother. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory Hallelujah. be to God. Glory be to Hi, brother. It's kind Kim again. And as our brother Yo-Yo said, um, you know, that we must not take up the words of the world. So <laughs> I just love how God always speaks to me in my spirit. But I just wanted to share um, that we have to assure that we're getting our script 
from the scripture. Yes. That's all I thought that was kind of cool how that kind of rolled together and it's so prevalent. So I figured I'd just take myself off of mute and um put that in the atmosphere. Thank you, brother. Love you. Thank you, Ken Kim. That was awesome. Thank you. I'm so glad you did unmute yourself to share. Anyone else? Anyone else? Amen. Then if all hearts and minds are in order today, the opportunity, the field, or they say the field is plentiful, but again, the laborers are few. We got some laborers that are ready to go out and to demonstrate this love that God wants to be known by. Amen. So I'm going to ask all hearts if they will open them and head bowed. Father, I thank you, Lord God. We thank you that as we close out this particular declaration, this particular prayer line, Lord God, that, Father, we know that as we show love publicly to one another, even to those, Lord God, that we sometimes don't like, irregular people, Lord God, truth is we are all irregular people, but you still love us, that by this all men shall know that we are your disciples. Lord, we began to glorify you. We put you, we make your name known. We we put you on display, Lord God. We allow everyone to hear. And Lord, as we're beginning to share this, we use our scripture as our script, Lord God. We thank you that this what we offer, Lord God, that even though it is free, but it comes with a heavy price. And that is the life of our own Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But he did it for us so that while we were yet sinners, while we were yet still rebellious, rejecting him, that he still died and rose with all power in his hands so that we might have Zoe's holistic life and life more eternally. Father, I thank you right now that as we prepare for assignment, everyone exceeds quota. <laughs> Everyone is able to allow your presence to be shown like never before. And God will forever give your name all the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. It's in your darling, matchless son, Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart say amen. Everyone have a beautiful day and a phenomenal yeah. weekend. Amen. Amen. God bless. Amen. God bless.
Hello? Hello?
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one.